What is good, Divine Pill family? All right, I'm going to try to share everything that came to my mind when I was going for my walk this morning. Um, I didn't write it down on my on my cell phone night, uh, pad, but um, here's the concept, right? For those of you who have been with me on this journey, I want to encourage you to also listen to my next podcast because I feel like that one's going to be fire. This one is kind of like the... The, the leading right up to it, right? It, it They go hand in hand. But we've been talking about this whole concept of burning the cape, right? Burning the cape, and especially in the Black community for women, you know, coming to that realization that we're not being appreciated for that role and that status that we've been playing, okay? Um I've been, these these series of podcasts as we're going through Venus retrograde, right, and Mercury retrograde, where all of us on a collect, as a collective are reassessing our values in love and in work, okay? And it's so cool because I, as I've been studying chess, this is, I haven't even, this is probably my fourth or fifth day playing around with the concept of chess. But the thing with chess is that, I noticed it has 64 black and white squares. And I had made a comment talking about how I have a feeling that we are being asked, and that's why it can feel a little bit triggering. If you feel frustrated right now listening to this message and it's whereabouts um, January 18 of 2022, and this energy is gonna be with us until about mid-March of 2022, it's okay. It's okay because we are going through a massive reset. Um, there was another woman I was listening to. I think her her channel is Holistic Healing or something like that. And um, she was talking about how we're getting ready to go into the Age of Aquarius portal. I, th- I believe it has to do with the new moon that we have coming up in Aquarius. And so it's okay. Those 64 squares are kind of representative on the chessboard of 64 different areas where we're being called to be black or white boots or stilettos um the there's play on the words but it has to do with um uh the contrast and and i'll probably talk a little bit more about this on the next one which is going to be very important for you to listen to in terms of like with chess and strategy and the black queen, but it's the idea that in all areas of life, we're being called to decide, you know, um, where you stand. There's a separation of the wheat from the tares. Um, so we're being called to say, you know, all the, the real true high value men, the divine masculine men are being called out. All the high value divine feminine women are being called to, you know, step into position, you know, um, play your role. You're being called to step onto your throne. And that means that we're making distinctions between what is low vibrational and what is high vibrational. We are making distinctions between the polarities and the contrast, right? And so that means it's spilling into other areas such as our... um, our love life and how we're dating, right? But also, I think in the Black community, what are the roles that we want to play, you know, or that we have been playing? Um, if if you kind of resonate with me and, and have been with me on this journey, 
you probably identify with the frustration. You've probably, even from last year, you could hear that I'm very, you know, and I'll, I'll use this term very lightly, especially given where I am in my journey, pro-Black, you know, very staunch advocate for the movement. And I talked a little bit about how it's things that you start to observe what's going on around you. But I noticed even when I started to take down, you know, I decided I'm going to burn my cape. I'm not going to be out here protesting and advocating for these police brutality situations. And I'm not going to be out here on these pro-black movements. Like I'm tired. I'm burnt out. And, and, but what led me there is just starting to realize things that how black women in those positions are being treated. You can see my podcast when I tell you I am good and fed up and done is when I talk about what happened like with Simone Sanders, right? And um and 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 what actually did it for me was listening to someone that is very pro-black, um being completely in alignment with the train of thought. And um I mentioned there was another podcaster also too, same thing. They're very pro-black and you know, talking about white supremacy and this type of thing. And and I was even willing to sit in, you know, and and provide some type of a support, be a subscriber, follow. Um, but it's after I started to notice that it was just the constant bashing of black women, I just I'm a black woman. What do I look like continuing to to show up and and getting punched in the face like it just gets old especially when you're trying to protect your energy and I think for me also because I work with manifestations and affirmations and I understand like it's crazy how everything happens in succession and it's pretty cool that I'm recording this because I want to remember how I got here because at some point I'm going to be so far removed from this whole space that I'm in that I might forget but um I could tell you like it's stuff like reading the science of getting rich um it's things like reading the strangest law it's things like reading the wells of abundance it's the seven planes of abundance and you start to understand that thoughts create things right all is mind and how important it is for you to guard your thoughts and how important it is for them to be positive and so then that means that I'm paying attention to the thoughts that other people are projecting onto me being a black woman. And it just didn't feel good. It did not feel good. And then it's it's things like getting equipped with the, with the knowledge of like, for example, Harriet Tubman. I'm telling you, it's like it's not one thing. It's things that led up to it. You know, Harriet Tubman goes out there. She saves 300 people. You guys know I'm very sentimental. My, I say it, but I'm a Mars and Leo. I love love. Listen, I love being around handsome men. I've told you the stories about the last two guys I've dated. Very um, driven, ambitious. Everything that a woman would want to date. Um, the only difference is they were exercising their options, right? But... Um, you know, one of them was 6'11". One of them was just about as tall as me, 6'1", six six-figure earner, going on seven figures, eight-figure earner, running enterprises, um, importing, exporting, the whole gamut, right? So it's not, I don't, I don't need the, to have the, the idea that I'm 
bashing men or anything like that, but um, it, it just, it didn't feel good to me anymore. And um, so talking about the, the stuff leading up to it. Yeah, so I say all of that to say, I love love. I remember when I was around them, some of the, the sweetest moments were just call, like the, the mushy stuff, the laughs, the smiles, the hugs, the kisses, the just the playfulness, you know, in, in the midst of everything going on in, in the chaos in the world, right? I love love. And so the idea that Harriet Tubman left her husband to rescue 300 people in the Underground Railroad, right? She comes back for her husband and um, come to find out he is married. And and I, I should have taken a screenshot of the picture. I thought it would be more out there, but... Um, excuse me, took it for granted because I saw the picture of his wife after um, Harriet Tubman. And she looks like a preference. Phenotype, she looked like a white woman, right? And I just cannot imagine what that meant. You guys know I've, I've shared my journey. My last relationship, I know what it was like to be cheated on. Damn it, I wasn't even married Right, but the sentiment was there three and a half years and it it broke me. It broke me. It just broke my heart. And I talked a little bit in another podcast about, you know, when you marry someone, it's in sickness and in health till death do us part, in good and in bad. And and I have friends who are married and it's funny to have seen them before they were married, but they will, they will pull that wife card and say, you don't understand what it's like to have a husband, right? They will tell you the commitment is on a whole different level. And so I can't imagine the the heartbreak that she would have felt, you know, that was the father of her children. I, it would have destroyed me. So I'm coming from that standpoint, okay? And it's one thing for her to have gone through all of that, and I'm not going to (laughs) cry. But she, you know, fast forward to, I believe it was like two years ago, could be three at this point. There were discussions surrounding, you know, should she be on the $20 bill? And hearing people like Judge Joe Brown, you know, who I held in high regard at the time, (laughs) you know, and he's affiliated with with this other person that I was listening to on, on YouTube, drag Harriet Tubman's name through the mud, read her for filth. And why? Because he felt that a, a black man should be on the $20 bill. And it's like, you didn't even have to do all of that to her name, you know? But it's like, that's when you start to have these aha moments that no good, no good action goes unpunished. And, and you start to see the women starting to get the hits, right? The, 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 the guy that I was telling you about, you know, and, and, and it could have been just maybe not too much thought put into it. But when I tell you, it just grinded my gears. 
he was talking about this young woman that a young black woman that stood up in a crowd of people to ask a question and it could have been a dumb question you know but i, I and again i get it I, you know maybe he i know what it's like to be around young people okay um but and i think that there were things that they could have done to handle the situation better but it was just the way that she was exposed and that's supposed to be somebody that's playing on your team right one of the things when you're when you're building community yes you want to use people as an example but i don't think that was the right one um the message that i received in the way that I, it filtered to me as a woman was you're taking shots at somebody who's playing on your side and you're humiliating her for asking questions and one of the things when you go to war everybody needs to know the game plan right every and it's okay for people to ask questions because when you're out there on the battlefield even on one of the, the last oracle cards that i pulled i believe it was achilles um, I'm going to try to find a way to put, put up a picture of him. But one of the, the image, imagery was so vivid. It showed him looking up. And I already knew because I'm kind of into that kind of stuff. He was looking at the head tower, at the tower, or the person on a higher plane to give him instructions on what he needs to do while he's um, in battle. And so what he's doing is he's saying, don't ask questions. Don't look to me for guidance. Figure it out. You're stupid, figure it out. You're the weakest link. You're the, and you're only as strong as your weakest link. And I don't know to what degree it was intentional, you know, but I just, it grinded me the wrong way, but she wasn't the only one. Like it's, this is not the first time that I think shots have been taken at quote unquote soft targets. And the soft targets are not on the enemy side. It's not the Karens, okay? It's not the Beckys. It's not white supremacy. It's black women. The least protected. And so it's moments like that that I was like, I'm burning my cape. I'm done. I'm I'm just going to rest in my femininity. And so hearing that message, that last one was when, was when I was like, I'm burning my boots too. You know, we like to use that analogy in, in that community. You know, you keep the boots on their necks. And I even had made it, the comment unintentionally. I was like, I was out there on in the fields with you with my stilettos on their neck. Pitbull in his skirt. And that's why I put that picture up of Simone Sanders. She started off PYT, right? When you talk about capturing the queen and the game of chess and, and the quote-unquote whites, when you have black and whites on the chessboard, they understand blacks don't protect their queen. There's a whole play predicated on the idea that blacks do not protect their queen. It's the Tennyson Gambit. So every time you see some uh, Simone Sanders, they're going to rub that in your face. Every time she, that eagle ascends on a higher plane, it's going to rub in your face. You're going to be a sore loser about it because you didn't protect your queen. And, and, so that's when I, you know, all of those moments, those realizations lead me to this path. It didn't happen overnight. It was a succession of showing the hand, like, you know, there's, there's, um, black men who take shots at soft targets, right? Even Malcolm X said the most unprotected 
person is the black woman. And you're taking, you know, you're taking shots at someone that was on your t- on your team. So that sent me the message, okay, I'm burning the cape, I'm burning the the, the boots. And um and, and so I did a playful invitation. I kind of did a re- mini recruit of my own where I said, I, you know, I've burnt my boots. Run away with me. Let's break out of this camp where we're being shot at and being poked at with sticks for being the weakest link and for being women and asking questions and just dress in our femininity. Put on the stilettos with me. Dance in the woods with me with the crystals. And let's just let the men figure it out, right? Um, and and it's okay, because if you're listening to this, probably a little part of you felt like, I don't like it. I like to have my power. I like to play from a position of power. This message, the next message, the one that I'm, the next um, message that I'm going to put out, that one's for you. But this message is also for you. And you can see it in the title and now you know where I'm going with this. If you're that type of girl that you want to, you know, burn the cape and burn the, the ugly stinking boots. God damn. I, I'm one day I'm going to upload a picture of when I think about having the boots on the neck. Like I just, I'm a girly girl. So, you know, but I'm inviting you to take it to the next level. And the next level is for you to pick up your crown. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in the next podcast. But the, picking up the crown has to do, you know, with the black queen on the chessboard. It comes with having a level of intellect. It means that, you know, we can still play. We can, you know, it, you know. I think that there's going to be some women who still kind of feel they want to contribute to their community. Um, and, and so that's me... Um, Flushing out the best way I know how, but the best way I can serve my community is to come as the black queen. And that means that I have to mastermind things. And I'm telling you, the next message is going to be fire because I'm already, I look forward to playing that game on and off the board. Um, And I'm going to elaborate, but this, this podcast is just an invitation for my black women who just, you're, you're fed up. You're, you've decided to burn the cape. You want to rest in your femininity. You want to burn the freaking ugly boots. Like you guys can probably tell, like I never liked the boots in the, to begin with, you know, <laughs> if I'm being quite honest, I hated having to go to work and having to, to show up in masculine form. Now, I think that um, there's more levels of consciousness and there's a way for you to still rule and being your femininity. And I love that. And we're going to study that, right? We're going to be studying like things like even like persuasion, like persuasion, right? Strategy. But I think that the imagery behind burning the cape, burning the boots and picking up your crown and being the black queen on the board, that on the chessboard, that's where it's at, baby. And that's black girl magic. And that's black girl magic, right? You're going to, I'm going to sign off here. I hope this puts some fire under your butt, right? I hope it put fire under your butt to burn the cape and the stiletto. I mean, the, the cape and the um boots and put on the crown and the stilettos. And we're going to explore that message a little bit more in the next podcast. Um, 
but that's black girl magic, right? Um, was there something else I wanted to say? I got a little bit excited there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Um, but the invitation is there for you, right? Uh, yeah, that's it. Short, sweet, and to the point. So I'm going to sign off. I am your Oracle in training until the next podcast. Peace.